I need rebuilding within me. And how do I do it? I love it. I love it. Uh, have you heard the story about, about the young boy who was outside in front of his home after school? He wanted to go ride on his bike, but his bike was locked up in, in front of the house. And so his mother got home. When his mother got home, she saw him trying to get his bike free. And she said, son, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to get my bike free so I can go riding, but I can't find my key. And she said, well, son, where's the last time you saw the key and he said well I saw it last time this morning in the house and she said well why didn't you go in the house don't you have a house key and he said yes I have a house key but I was afraid to go in the house because it's dark inside if I go inside I've got to deal with darkness but now that you're here I have the courage to go inside and get the key because since mama is with me I'm willing to go inside to get the key so I can get moving. And a lot of us can't get moving because we're afraid to go inside and deal with what's inside. Because if you deal with what's inside, it's dark in there. It's scary in there. Let other people lead small lives, but not you. Let everybody else cry over small hurts, but not you. Let everybody else argue over non-essentials, but not you. Deal in things that matter. Make sure what you do is the product of your own conclusion. Take advice, but not orders. Let everybody around you be helpful, but then put that through your own mental computer and make sure what you do is the product of what you've concluded based on all the input. All of us should be students of inevitability. Without kidding myself, if I keep up my current daily practices, where will it take me in 10 years without being disillusioned? I don't want to just cross my fingers and walk the wrong road. I got to learn to look into the future called inevitable. Human beings can alter the course of their life. Human beings can live one way for five years, tear up that script, live a totally different way the next five years. The first six years of my economic life, I wound up broke. Second six years, I wound up rich. Someone says, don't you have to do the second six years like you did the first six years and jot this down. No, no, you don't have to live the second six years like the first six. You can use all the information and all the advice and repairing all of your mistakes and adopting a new and refined philosophy so that the next six years can be totally different than the last six. Now, here's the next note to make. Five years from now, you will arrive. The question is where? This is for mature people now. If you keep up your present disciplines and keep up the present pace that you're on, where will you be in five years? Boy, it's easy to say, hey, I haven't really thought about that. So now make this note. In five years, here's the probability. You will either arrive at a well-designed destination or an undesigned destination. Well-designed or undesigned. And I promise you, five years from now, you, you really don't want to arrive at an undesigned destination. Because you may very well wind up wearing what you don't want to wear, driving what you don't want to drive, living where you don't want to live, maybe doing what you don't want to do. Simply because you didn't design a better destination. Five years from now, I wish for you to arrive at a well-designed place. A place of productivity place that'll make you feel good about yourself, a place that'll give you honor and respect, 
a place that'll give you influence to touch other people five years from now that you couldn't do today. Where will you be in five years? The first thing you start changing is what? Your philosophy. You start changing your mind. You start changing how you think. You start picking up new ideas and information. Gather new knowledge. Make better decisions about what's valuable. And I'm telling you, if you'll do that, your whole life will change. Your health will change. Your relationship with your family will change. Your ability to cope with challenges and problems will change. I'm telling you, income, promotions, all of it will change. If you will change, it'll all change. If you won't change, it isn't going to change. You can keep your fingers crossed if you want to and hope they'll straighten it out. You can wish for the wind not to blow quite as severe, but I'm telling you, wishing for the wind to change in your favor, we call naive at best. Don't do this any longer. Wish for a better wind. The key is to wish for the wisdom to set a better sail. Utilize whatever wind that blows to take you wherever you want to go. That is the philosophy I picked up at age 25 and it revolutionized my whole life. And here's what I found. I found it was easy. I got rich by the time I was 31 and it was easy. Now here's my definition of easy. Got to jot this down. My definition of easy, meaning something I could do. I figure if it's something you can do, it's easy. Now here's a parenthesis. Parenthesis, I worked hard at it. I found something I could do, which was easy, but I worked hard at it. I got up early and stayed up late, worked hard that six years. But what I did was easy, meaning it was something I could do. You say, well, Mr. Ron, if it was so easy, how come everybody else around you during that six years, how come they didn't get rich? Here's why. It's easy not to. How else would you describe it? That's it. You say, no, no. For all of the rest of them, it was hard for them and it was easy for you. That's not true. You couldn't debate me on that in front of this intelligent audience. But here's the challenge. Let me give it to you in a philosophical phrase. I tend to be a little philosophical. Here it is. The things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. That's the difference between success and failure. So you've got the choice here today of one of two easies, easy to or what? Easy not to. I can give you in one sentence how I got rich by the time I was 31. Here it is in one sentence. I did not neglect to do the easy things I could do every day for six years. Underline, I did not neglect. That's the key. I found something easy I could do that led to fortune and I did not neglect to do it. Major reason for not having everything you want in America. Major reason for not having more of what you want in America. More health, more money, more power, more influence, more everything. Major reason why you don't get it. Simple answer. Neglect. Neglect. And here's the problem with neglect. It starts as an infection. And if you don't take care of it, it becomes a disease. And here's what else is the problem. One neglect leads to another. Neglect to do wise things with your money, you'll probably neglect to do wise things with your time. Neglect to do wise things with your time, you'll probably neglect to do wise things with your business. One leads to another, leads to another. Pretty soon, neglect has you by the throat, emptying your purse, emptying your heart, emptying all of your chances for equities and power and all the good things. Neglect. What if you should be walking around the block every day for your good health and you don't? I'm telling you, you're on the wrong track. You should do it, you could do it, you don't do it. That's called formula for disaster. 
All you've got to do is let that and a few other things accumulate for six years, and now you're driving what you don't want to drive, wearing what you don't want to wear, living where you don't want to live, doing what you don't want to do, maybe having become what you really didn't want to become. I'm telling you, that's it. Just neglect along, drift along, and it's got you by the throat. It'll take all your values, leave you with just a little bit of dust in the summer wind, and it'll soon be gone. I hope I said that well. That's it. It's where I found myself at age 25 until my teacher came along and said, Mr. Owen, up till now, you've messed up. Let's see if we can't clean that up, change it all. I did change my life, not just the money, all the rest of the values that came pouring in when I understood that it was me. It was me. We intend to when the idea strikes us. We intend to when the emotion is high. But now if you don't translate that into action fairly soon, now the intent starts to diminish, diminish, diminish. And a month from now, it's cold. A year from now, can't be found. So act, set up a discipline when the emotions are high and the idea is strong and clear and powerful. That's the time to set up the discipline. Somebody talks about good health and you're stirred. Say, right, I need to get a book on nutrition. Get the book before the idea passes and before the emotion gets cold. Go for the book, start the library, start the process, fall on the floor, do some push-ups. Action, gotta take action. Otherwise, the wisdom is wasted. Otherwise, the emotion soon passes. Unless you put it into a disciplined activity, capture it. Disciplines is called how to capture the emotion and how to capture the wisdom and translate it into equity. Disciplines. Now, here's what's important about disciplines. All disciplines affect each other. In fact, here's a good philosophical phrase. Everything affects everything else. Nothing stands alone. Don't be naive in saying, well, this doesn't matter. I'm telling you, everything matters. There are some things that matter more than others, but there isn't anything that doesn't matter. We all pity the man who says, well, this is the only place I let down. Not true. Key to take home. Every letdown affects the rest of your performance. Every letdown affects the rest. This is part of the educational process on personal development. If you don't take the walk around the block, you probably won't do the apple a day. If you don't do the apple a day, you probably won't consist, you know, start building your library. If you don't build your library, you probably won't keep a journal and you won't take pictures and you won't do this. You won't do wise things with your money. You won't do wise things with your time. You won't do wise things with your possibilities and relationships. And the first thing you know, six years of that accumulated and we say you have messed up. So the whole key to reversing that process now is to start picking up these disciplines. Now here's the positive side. Every new discipline affects the rest of your disciplines. Every new one affects the rest. That's why action is so important. The least action, the smallest action. Take it. Because when you start accomplishing and the value starts to return from that one action, it'll inspire you to do the next one and the next one and the next one. You start walking around the block, it'll inspire you to get an apple. Get an apple, it'll inspire you to get a book. Get a book, it'll inspire you to get a journal. Get a journal, it'll inspire you to grow, develop some skills. All disciplines affect each other. Every lack affects the rest. Every new affects the rest. The key is to diminish the lack and set up the new. And you've started a whole new life process. Key. Also, one more thought on discipline. Here's the greatest value of discipline. Self-worth. Self-esteem. 
People are teaching self-esteem these days, but they don't connect it to discipline. The least lack of discipline, and it starts to erode our psyche. One of the greatest temptations is to just ease up a little bit, right? The slightest lack of doing your best starts to erode the psyche. Instead of doing your best, doing just a little less than your best. Sure enough. You say, well, it's just going to affect my sales. No, it's going to affect your consciousness. It's going to affect your philosophy. Now you've begun in the slightest way to affect your own philosophy. Here's the problem with the least neglect. Neglect starts as an infection. And if you don't take care of it, it becomes a disease. And one neglect leads to another. And the worst of all, when neglect starts, it diminishes our self-worth, our self-confidence, our self-value. You say, well, how can I get back my self-respect? I'm telling you, you don't have to go to 29 classes. All you have to do is start the smallest discipline that now corresponds to your own philosophy, like I should, and I could, and I will. No longer will I let neglect stack up on me so that I will have the sorry scenario six years from now, giving some excuse instead of celebrating my progress. That's the key to discipline. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up, as always. I appreciate you and thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, it just simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the motto, the slogan. You know what we live our life by. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. The quote of the decade or that we're presently rocking with is. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. One question Two thought-provoking statements. First question. Why do you look for validation from people that are not chasing their own dreams? Why do you look for validation from people that are not chasing their own dreams? First statement. Dealing with what is inside of you. Dealing with what is inside of you. Thought-provoking statement number two, the darkness in going after your dreams. Easy to, easy not to. That's inspired by Jim Rome. Again, the darkness in going after your own dreams. Easy to, easy not to. Today's episode is entitled, Seeking Validation from People That Are Not Chasing Their Own Dreams. Again, Seeking Validation from people that are not seeking their own dreams. 
let's jump into the today's show. Hope everyone is doing great. I hope everyone is excited to, to start this week off. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this. It may be, you know, middle of, of next week or whatever. But where I'm at is a Monday. Um, so on Monday, we are just pumped in and excited to get going. If we're not yet, we are pushing ourselves to get there. But how I want to start off today's show is unpacking the darkness and going after your own dreams. Easy to and easy not to. The reason why I want to start with that is because what I've come to realize and now what I truly understand is the fact that it's easy to say that you want to go after this dream, but it's easier not to have to go after and achieve it. That's why I could resonate with what Jim was talking about so well because of the fact that it's challenging. It's, it, it, it is a, everyone ex- pumps up when you're going after your dream is like, oh, it's just this amazing thing and it's just so incredible and it is. But they don't also tell you the flip side of, of how it is inside in you is up to you to make the decision of what do you really truly want? Because you will be attacked by because of a decision you made of chasing your dreams, because a lot of it's going to require a lot of sacrifices. See, family, a lot of times what we don't understand is, is that we say we want something, but we don't want the work that comes with that thing. You say, I want to create a business or I want to be this type of individual. But the work that's involved is something that when this is where we come, we fall short. And the, the funny thing about it is, family, it's not that we can't do the work. It's not that we can't stay consistent with the work. It's just the fact that um, we allow the distractions of life to interrupt or I'll say put us on a commercial break to get in the way of what we can do. And so because of that, we don't it's easy not to do it. That's why I love one of the things that is, um, again, just adding to uh, adding more to my foundation see being an ability to listen to all of these personal develop uh, audios and and things of that nature has really forced me to uh, take uh, more inventory of myself which is an awesome thing because before there would be certain things that I would become irritated with or frustrated with because I'm like man I want to be further along I want to be here to here and, and I'm like wait a minute check yourself what why don't you want to continue on the path that you're continue on because it's an amazing path you are finding and discovering things that you didn't find before when you were not actually teaching the information that you were learning and that's a that's an amazing thing when you you start teaching the, the, the things that you are learning. Now it's becoming more fresher. It's becoming more exciting. It's becoming one of those things where you look forward to what you get to deliver every day. But that's not what I'm here to, to, to really uh, discuss. But it was just making a point. But I'm, I get, I'm so excited about this additional piece I added on is the shoulds versus the must. And that, again, is, is borrowed from Tony Robinson because it's so true, family. Like we always like if you really took the time and you said, you know what, how many times have you sat there and said, you know what, <sighs> you know, I should go ahead and and start uh, maybe having me a breakfast protein shake or having me a um, cutting back on my calories. I, I should do that. 
it didn't become a must until you went to the doctor and your doctor said, look, you got six months to live. What are you going to do? Now it's like, wait a minute, I got six months to live. But if you change the way that you're eating now, you can add more, you know, more time to your life. And I'm just giving you a scenario. I guarantee you that person, if they appreciate life, if they're excited about life, if they're just like, you know what? Yeah, I still got more life to do. I still got more things to do that change the way that their habit. I heard a story, which I'm going to. I'm probably, I've been going back and forth because this is the second time I've heard it. Well, third time. And I keep saying, should I put this on the conscious business uh, podcast or should I put it here? And I've, I don't know, family, I may just put it here and because it is somewhat business related It's not the, you know, the, the self-discipline and, and inspiration and motivation that we, we normally, uh, that we've transitioned into, I should say, but I'm thinking about it. It really fits here because a lot of times, let me just unpack the story for you. And then you, you make the decision. You tell me, you hit me up, uh, text me and let me know if you want the, the audio version of Dr. Miles Monroe, who told the story. So I'm going to give you the, the high level, the cliff note version of the story. He tells a story about a woman that came into his office, was all distraught because of the fact of the, job she was working in the hotel made a decision that they were cutting back on staff and she was one of the people that was released she goes to the pastor and says hey look i have two kids this is you know um my last check that i received i need help what should i do and what i love about what dr miles moreau had said it was inf- informational it was spiritual, but it was instructional as well. I'll say that again. It was informational, meaning he gave her the information that is is required. It was instructional because now she, he gave her the tactics. These are the steps you're going to take. And it was spiritual because now he's saying, go and step out and on faith and make it happen. And what she did was with the, the consultation that he gave her, he basically said, hey, do you have an oven? Yes. OK, what I need you to do, because I remember you made some amazing cookies for me. I need you to go make those same cookies. Go back to the place that let you off and 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 sell those cookies to that place. When she did that, all of a sudden she started getting calls back and eventually, long story short, she took. That little small idea ended up becoming a multimillionaire. See, a lot of times, family, I'm not, and I'm, I'm be the first one to raise my hand. That being uncomfortable, and and I look at it like this: Would you rather be uncomfortable on your own time or uncomfortable um, on somebody else's time? Let me see if I can. Let me see where I'm trying to how I'm trying to unpack that. Let me. Okay, let's do this. Would you rather? have the opportunity to take control of being uncomfortable, meaning saying, you know what, I know I have to be to work at eight. And so instead of getting up at six or seven, I'm going to get up at four or five to start working on my side hustle or my dream. So then I can become the person. So just in case something happened or whatever, you know, I'm already in stride of working on, on my dream anyway. And then I can also be looking for another job per se. Or would you rather you be laid off um, and you don't have anything in place? 
And what I'm trying to say, family, is if you really unpack what I'm saying is, is that a lot of times we, we don't really make a decision going back to Tony Robbins. Robinson shoulds and must it doesn't become a must for us until I, I hate to say this but until danger appears until now our back is against the wall now we have to make a solid decision there is no be playing in between the lines or as my teacher would say don't color outside the box but I did anyway because that's the creative to me being creative as it is so family that's why I the way I come across of saying because I'm not just talking to you. I, I keep telling you, family, that I'm in that vehicle with you. I just happen to be in the driver's seat. You're in the passenger seat and we're on a family trip and we're just having conversation. And through conversation, we're realizing that the things that we really, truly focus on, the things we know we should do. That's why I said, you know, one day I'm going to do one of those. Remember the street interviews? And I'm going to I think I want to do that, like do a street interview and just ask 10 people or so to say, like, what do you think? It takes to be successful in your own right. What do you What do you think? Or I should say, what do you think it it it, it uh costs to lose weight? And I want to be surprised to see what the different responses are. And the reason why I want to do that is because I think we make things so complicated, including myself, to go after our dreams because we're looking for all of this outside um, confirmation. That's why I said a lot of times, family. Um, I, that's why I pose that question to you and saying, why do you look for validation from people that are not chasing their own dreams? A lot of times when you look for someone to validate what you're doing, it's it, it, it doesn't really help you if you really think about it, because this is not their dream. This is your dream. Whenever you had that dream for all my people that are chefs, cooks, and you know that, or when I say chef, I call myself a chef. Don't judge me. I'm just saying, but a chef in, in, in my own right mind, meaning being able to cook something and I don't look for, <laughs> for validation. If the, you know, the food is what you want it to be because I'm doing this is my vision. You may not like it because of the fact of it may have an ingredient or two, but there's somebody out there that may enjoy it and love it. And that is why that's why my my focus here has been finding my audience, finding those people, finding that tribe of, of, of family members that wants to get in this minivan with me as we take this ride. Maybe we are in a sprinter, you know, and we're taking this ride and we're just conversating about you know, techniques and things that work well for them. Because when you started, when you start connecting with like-minded people, I really truly believe that it speeds up time that could have speeds up your, um, your time to where you're trying to go faster, but you still have to go through the process. I'm, I'm sorry. The process is required. This is nothing you can skip. Now you can skip it if you have the financial means, but even if you have the financial means, you're still going to have to understand what the other people are doing if you're hiring them. But that's a whole nother conversation. There's that's why uh, I think Skip the Line is is making it to be one of my number one favorite books. And reason why is making it to become my um, favorite book is uh, I've heard this before about writing down 10 ideas. Uh, and he talked about writing those 10 ideas down and it, it pushes you to be creative. It pushes you to 
you know, potentially maybe find an ideal that's going to to work for you uh, that you can turn into a business that you can monetize. And I'm always I'm always searching for those type of nuggets in a book. And we're going to we're going to do a book club here too, family, because I think it's it's important that we it's going to push me to read faster. It's going to push me to to create outlines that we can go over. But I want to do a book club on books that I'm reading, books that you guys are suggesting, you know, just text me and tell me the the books that you guys are reading. I'll go check them out. And if it makes sense, let's put them on a show. And if you put something together, Hey, let's, let's, let's do an interview or talk about it. Why did you like that book? But when you, when you are chasing your dreams and it just feels like you're in darkness, it's like you, you're literally, you're trying to read everything that you can read. You're, you're investing in mentors, whether it's through books, whether it's through courses, whether it's through watching YouTube, whether it's through listening to the impact secret podcast show. I'm sorry, another shameless plug, but, um, listening to different podcasts. And the reason why is, is because you want, I mean, like when you get to a point where you just, I mean, you're hungry for it. Like it, it goes back to that less, less Brown. You got to be hungry. Like when you get to that point is like, you know, um, you start, you're, 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 you're making choices and investments and things, and they are investments. They're not costs. We, we, we talked about that. There's a difference between a cost and an investment. I'm going to remix it. The ED version, a cost is something I'm paying for. And, you know, I'm not really looking for a return and investment is I'm investing and I am looking for the return on this thing. When I invest in a book, even Dr. Miles Monroe said something that just blew my mind. He said, if you gave me, if you said I had this $20 and I may be remixing it here, but, uh, $20 in my hand and I can only buy, he said, I had, to, if I had to choose between a book or, you know, some food, he said, I'm going to choose the book. And I said, Ooh, and I think a lot of people kind of miss that because somebody would say, well, you know, I'm going to go get me something to eat. I'm hungry. But what he was saying is, is I'd rather get the book because the book will give me the knowledge and that once I take the knowledge and apply it, I can make my, I could probably make that $20, not probably, I can make that $20 back and more. And so when I make that, that $20 back and more, now I done got, um, applied knowledge and I can go get me something to eat. Somebody work with me. I hope y'all feeling what I'm saying today. So one of the things though, family is you have to do that inner work every day. I get up, I got to deal and do inner work, dealing with inner, inner work, inner, you know, frustrations that I may have had, you know, during the week, during the day or the weekend, whatever it may be. And the, the changes, you know, I am slowly making and I'm working on day over day after day. And you, you have to do that because once you know, like they always say, once you give up or give in to uh, what you don't want anymore or that you're not going after anymore, then you will get what somebody else has for you. And you may not want that. What Jim Rome said, you'll be, you know, working where you don't want to work, living where you don't want to work, driving what you don't want to work, uh, what you don't want to drive. And I don't want any of those things. So every day I get up and inch by inch, I'm like, okay today is the show and you always I'm always since it's always fresh the show is fresh every day just you you might as well call me subway how fresh the show is because every I never know what I'm going to talk about is nothing that I have planned out one and I said I've been looking at that like how I, I will I want to put a content 
calendar together and see if I can do it. So I may test it out and see how it works. Cause why we are mad experiment. We're mad scientists here that experiment with everything to see what works while we're chasing our goal and, and having the courage to pivot, to test it out uh, through life. And that's another thing about that book uh, called skip the line. Uh, it, it talks about uh, how he, does he runs a lot of mini experiments and things like that so family check that check out that book that second time uh i had mentioned it and I, i'm not getting any you know promo or anything off that i just think it's a really good book uh what else we want to talk about here like i was saying about the feedback family i want you to know when you uh, when you are going after something you made a decision that you want if you want to be a reseller and you said, you know what, I want to be the number one reseller, or I want to be able to replace my job income, or I want to add to my job income because I want to be able to get paid out my bills. You have to understand people are not going to understand what you're doing. Why would you want to go get somebody else's product and, and sell it and to, to make money? Yeah, well, they may not understand that. But when they start seeing you win, when they start seeing success as far as you're being able to go on vacations or you're being able to do certain things that with somebody with your type of income, how is that even possible? They're going to want to know. They're going to want to understand. So family, just like I told you about the whole example of when you see a horse racing, they have those blinders on in a straight, narrow vision. You have to keep that narrow vision day in and day out. I wish I could say it'd be easy to keep that same attitude and that mindset every day, but it's, it's, that's why they call it work. I, I think Zig Ziglar, he was doing an interview and they asked him, you know, does, does this motivation, I'm paraphrasing, does this motivational thing really work? And he was like, do showers really work? You know, it only works if you work it. I mean, you have to shower every day or you have to bathe, you know, um, every day or every other day, whatever your shower routine is. But the whole point he was, he was driving is, is a lot of people will say motivation and inspiration and all those things don't you know don't work and I agree they don't work but it depends on who's using it because if all you do is get motivated and inspired and you don't take any action that's why I put at the foundational minds of saying you know uh self-discipline I even got this quote which I remixed what Jocko had and I said execution on disciplines and habits creates freedom he talks about um you know, being able to, I think I forgot what his is. I think it's execution um, equals freedom, freedom or self-discipline equals uh, freedom or something like that. And I thought that was an amazing quote because I was like, man, that is so true. So I, one of mine is execution on discipline and habits creates uh, freedom. So that's going to be my new uh, slogan here too, as well. But no, going back to the whole thing family is, is that you, when you are when you are doing this thing that you said that you chose to do, uh, it's it's really a mindset thing. I, I everything comes back to the mind. I don't care what it is, you name it, it's gonna come back to the mindset of being able to take the inspiration and motivation that you had and applying self-discipline to it to actually apply the information. Cause every day I get up here, I have to I have to motivate myself because I'm like 
are they feeling it? Is it something that they're looking for? What can I do to to add more value? Because all I want to do, family, is add so much value to you that it really you could I can get a text message or uh, I can somebody can ping me on IG or YouTube and say that 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 video or that audio really changed my life and there's no amount of money that somebody could ever give me to hear, like to know that, that, that had an impact on somebody's life. Because if somebody has, if if I have that type of impact on someone's life, then that means they can impact other lives. And that's what it's really about family. I always talk about, you know, uh, sharpening each other, making each other sharp, getting better and not not beating yourself up or, or 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 taking yourself down, I should say. I should stop saying beating yourself up, but that's what I do. So, uh, and I know you do it. So, I always say to understand the marathon, the process, and to and to keep continuing to believe in yourself that eventually. It may not be today. It may not even be tomorrow. But you, if you stay consistent, if you stay on the path you have the best opportunity out of somebody that's not doing what you're doing. See, you you got to remember, family, you're playing the odds here. I don't know much about gambling um, as far as the casino. When I go to the casino, all I play is roulette. You know, I'm, I'm not really a huge gambler. So for me, what I understand is I'm playing the odds, meaning every day that I put out some content, you know, right now it's five days a week. Eventually, we we're, we are going to seven days. Um, that is the goal. But first, we're ch- we're staying consistent with the five. We're mastering the five days. We're mastering everything within the five days, giving it our all five days a week. And then we add another day on and then we add another day. By then, I don't care. There won't be anything you can tell me because I understand this is a game of numbers. This is a game of being able to trust the process enough to keep going no matter what. So I challenge you today, family, to keep going no matter what and stop seeking validation for somebody that's not even going after or even want what you want out of life. Live your life. Remember, execution on disciplines and habits creates freedom. It's your boy ED. Until next time. Peace.